0: Hello and welcome to Fibber McGee and Molly from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors.
1: The
2: question, where do you think you're going, should logically be asked of a sinner by a clergyman. But it's usually asked of a citizen by a cop, like right now, with Fibber McGee and Molly. All right, sir. Where do you think you're going? Uh, What do you mean, where do I think I'm going? If it's any of your business, we're cutting across this lawn here.
3: To the City Hall, officer.
2: Yeah, if you want to come with us, I'll give you a bandage for your sore nose. My nose is not sore, sir. It's going to be if you don't keep it out of my business.
0: (laughs) Come on, Molly, we can't... Just a minute, sir. You can't cut across the City Hall lawn. Don't you see the sign, keep off the grass?
3: We aren't walking on the grass. We're walking on the snow.
0: There is grass under the snow, madam. Don't
2: give us that leader, Kranz Buster.
1: <laughs> under
2: this snow, the grass is dead, and dead grass ain't grass. It's hay. <laughs> Show me a sign that says, keep off the hay.
0: <laughs> Come on, Molly, let's do Just a moment, sir. If you insist on walking across this lawn, I shall be forced to issue a citation.
2: Oh, you shall, will you? By George, I got my rights, and I ain't going to get pushed around by no cop with a fresh book of tickets. Buster, I'm walking across this dead
0: grass. Very well, sir. I've warned you. No, McGee,
3: please. Now, the officer is a... The
2: officer is a lunkhead. (laughs) Come on, kiddo. He won't dare give me a ticket because he knows I got my rights and...
0: Oh! Huh? I'm giving you a ticket, sir. Violation of ordinance number 2346-J flagrant abuse of city property, disregarding police warning, disorderly conduct, and resisting an officer. Your name? Herman
2: Gibletrack. <laughs> Meet my wife, Clara Gibletrack.
3: <laughs> How do you do? I'm not quite sure.
0: <laughs> Your name is Silver McGee, 79 this. I remember sold you 10 tickets to the benefit ball. Sign here, please. No. You refuse to sign the citation? Yep. Then you'll have to come to the police station, sir. Okay. Arrest me. Throw
2: an innocent man in jail for demanding his constitutional rights. Railroad a citizen because he won't be pushed around by the cops. Go ahead. By George, I'll take this clean up to the Supreme Court. Uh,
1: As- uh, uh,
0: Heavenly uh, days. Look at the crowd, McGee. All right. One side there, folks. I'm calling the wagon. Let me through to the call box, uh, the call
1: box. Uh,
3: McGee, is silly. The officer was right. He was just enforcing the
0: law. Well, it's a silly law, and by George, I'm and... quiet,
2: please.
0: Hello, precinct? This is Officer Claude Bordenhut. Seal number 98. I... what's that? Oh, I'm sorry. What's the matter? Wrong number.
3: And, Chief, will you explain once more to my husband that if he just posts $10 bail, he can get out of here?
2: Okay, lady. Now, look, McGee... Oh, go you... try a pig, you big leatherhead.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> I know I can get out of here if I post a bond, but I ain't going to post a bond. I'm going to make an issue out of this case. But, McGee, dearie,
1: lover... No, sir.
2: By George.
1: <laughs> I got
2: my right, and I'm going to make a test case out of this. I'm going to rouse up public opinion. Drag this whole dirty mess out into the open. expose corruption and... Shut up a minute, McGee. Okay. 11th Precinct. Horowitz. it. What? She did? The 14th and Oak? I'll send Breen right over. Don't touch the body till he gets there.
3: Oh, the, the heavenly days. days don't touch the body. Homicide,
2: Chief? Oh, no. Detective Breen's wife just ran her car into a fire hydrant. Oh. If she wants to pound out the dents in the body with the heel of her shoe... But I told her to wait. Now then, McGee, why don't you be reasonable? Just post ten bucks bail and go home. We don't want to be no, sir, I won't do it. Throw me in jail. This ain't just a matter of posting a bond. This is bigger than that. This is a fight against Corruption. This is the fight of one citizen against the whole political machine. Against oppression. The freedom of the press is involved here. Call the Whistful Vista Gazette. Call the mayor. Call and call
1: everything there.
2: You can't do this to these kids, officer. Do what? I don't know. What are you
3: doing? (laughs) Hello, Mr. Oldtimer.
2: Hi, Oldtimer. Don't you worry about us. This is a test case, and I'm going to fight it clean up to the Supreme Court. Higher than that, even. Cleared ahead of Hopper. (laughs) Good for you, Johnny. Minute I heard he was in trouble, I dashed right over. I know how to handle these cops. Really, Old Timer? You a lawyer? Nope. Used to be a crook, Johnny. Oh. <laughs>
1: Remember
2: the car barn bandits in 1910. Good heavens. Were you really a car barn bandit? Then you reformed, huh? Had the daughter. After stealing the car barn, we couldn't find any place to hide it.
1: <laughs>
2: Need any bail, Johnny? No, thanks, Old Timer. Good, I'm busted. Now <laughs> then, Chief. What's the charge against this innocent boy? Well, in the first place, Mr. I ain't a boy, and I ain't innocent. I'm guilty. I busted a silly, ridiculous law that years ago should ought to have been peeled. You mean repealed. When was it peeled? (laughs) Well, I can't... Never mind, kiddo. Anyway, old-timer, I'm going to make an issue out of this. I'm going to... That's for you, boy. Get in there and fight. Now, watch yourself, chief. I'm with this boy all the way. I'll stick by him to the bitter end. Look, bum!
1: One more word out of
2: you, and I'll throw you in the pokey too.
0: This, kids, is the bitter end.
1: <laughs>
3: Don't know what to do, Chief. He won't let me post bail
1: for him.
2: Well, i got to get him out of here some way, Mrs. McGee. We fill up our cells with guys that just walk on lawns. we got no room for our regular customers. <laughs> Otherwise, I'd let him sit in that cell till he grew moss on his north side.
0: Well,
3: if you haven't got anything else on your side, I suppose you might as well have moss. <laughs> I wish I knew how... Oh, yeah.
2: Hey, Chief, what are we going to do about that jerk back there? He's just moralizing the whole bullpen. Don't you dare call my husband a jerk, Sergeant. Oh, look, lady, if he ain't a jerk, how do you know what I'm talking about? (laughs)
3: You know, that's a good question at that.
1: I'll
2: bring him out here, Mr. Luz. I'll talk to him again. See, we can't get rid of him. Yeah, okay, Chief. this.
3: Deary, I'm so glad to see you. Let Mother look at you. Have they treated you all right in there?
2: Treated me awful. The great big cop just gave me a horrible beating.
3: Oh, dear, with a nightstick?
2: No, with a checkerboard. <laughs> beat me three straight games. I think his checkers were marked, too, but I couldn't... Well, McGee, we've decided to let you go. Take him home, Mrs. McGee. I think he's learned his lesson. Oh, no, you don't. I'm a citizen and a taxpayer, and you can't throw me out of jail. Oh, McGee. <laughs> this is a cause. Look, my boy, if you go home, I'll tear up the citation. I'll tear it up in little, bitty pieces. Mm. No, sir. I'm going to stay right here till you repeal and keep off the grass signs. Get me some action. Get the mayor over here. Call the board of aldermen. I'm going to drag this whole lot and mess out in the open, and lose these guys coming?
1: Well, the
3: cards on their hats say press. They
2: might be reporters from the newspapers. Oh boy, if they want a story from Auntie, me, I'll give them. The editor says you got some crackpot over here that claims. Oh, is this the guy? Yeah, uh, that's him, Rudy. But your paper wouldn't. I'll handle this, Chief. Son, every great champion of the people, every crusader for a righteous cause, every great man who has had an appointment with destiny, has been called a crackpot. You may quote me. <laughs> Thank you, Thomas Jefferson.
1: <laughs>
2: you may tell your readers, fellas, that I'm fighting for their rights. I claim it's ill-lawful to make it unlegal for a citizen not to be allowed that if he walks on the city hall lawn which is dead anyhow, he's got to get arrested, right? I like to quote that statement, McGee, but the line of type machine was never built that could handle that grammar.
1: <laughs>
2: exactly, and that's why I stand here shaking my face. Hold that pose McGee. i have a picture ready. Got it. Great! Just a proud of funnies right off page 12. Take all the pictures you want, fellas. Here, Chief. You want to get in one? You can put your arm around my shoulders and smile. Like I was public enemy number one and you were the police commissioner. No? No! Oh. Look, McGee, why don't you go home? If you do, I'll send you and Mrs. McGee home in a squad car. Oh!
3: like that, McGee. It'll be such fun to ride away from the police station with you in a squad car for once.
2: Oh, no, you don't. I'm in this fight to the finish. And as the fearless champion of the people of Wistful this the trod-down citizens of this fair... Hold it, dearie. Hold it. Relax. The reporters have gone. Huh? Oh. Well, anyway, I ain't going home. Not till I get this silly law Nolly Ollie We'll see who triumphs. Me or justice. <laughs> well, I'm going to stick with this thing, goodbye, hey, hey, George. Hey, hey, pal, are you all right? I rushed right over here with a blanket. Here, wrap this around. What's
3: the blanket for, Mister Wilcox?
2: Well, I just met the old timer down the street, and he told me they talked McGee in the drink. That wasn't the drink, Junior. It was the clink. Oh. <laughs> well, it's a good thing I came anyway, pal. I can help you. Well, if you can persuade him to go home, Mister Wilcox, you'll help all of us. Amen, sister. Amen. I ain't going home. Well, don't you worry about a thing, pal. When they stick you in solitary and put you on bread and water, I'll toss some pet evaporated milk in through your cell window. <laughs>
3: that ought to even things up, Mr. Wilcox. They throw McGee into the can and you throw a can into McGee.
1: <laughs>
2: Yes, and look, Sal, all you do is take the water they give you, mix it with an equal amount of pet milk, uh, and you'll have good, rich, whole milk to keep up your strength. That's very interesting, Junior, but I don't want to live no richer than anybody else in here because I'm the champion of the people. That's that's, and, that's okay, champ. I was coming over here anyway. Huh? You see, so many smart cooks use pet milk in all their favorite family dishes that I thought I'd come and tell the chef of police how pet tastes so Mr. good. Mr.
3: Wilcox, that's not chef.
2: It's cheap. It is, sure. That certainly louses up a cute idea for a commercial, Molly. <laughs> well, never mind the commercials, Junior. This is a cause. This is a fight for a right. Then stop waving your left, dear. <laughs> Go out and rouse up the people, Junior. Tell them their freedom is in peril. Tell them about the Constitution. Al, I'll do it. Good. Friends, I'll say, what about your Constitution? That's it. The way to have a strong Constitution, I'll say... Is to be Stop. sure you get plenty of rich, nourishing milk substance in your daily diet. <laughs> What's
1: that got to do with me being Don't,
2: don't, don't forget that the pet milk you use in cooking puts extra amounts of these necessary milk minerals into all your favorite family dishes. The Pet milk, I'll say, not only adds extra rich flavor and goodness. Hey, hey, all of it, hey, 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 goodness. Look, Milky.
1: <laughs> yes. <laughs> now,
2: look, pal. We'll get this all straightened out in no time. I just remembered I've got some mighty good connections at the city hall.
3: Oh, you have, Mr. Wilcox? What kind of connections? Two
2: water faucets and a light plug. I better go and pick them up. Good go on, Bill. Him. Hmm. him and his connections. If I ever need a big drip, I'll know where to go.
1: <laughs>
2: Look, McGee, I can tell you where to go. Go oh, oh.
1: home!
3: Please, now let's call this whole thing off, dearie. This is getting silly.
2: Oh, silly, eh? That's what they says when them 12 good men and true sat down on the Plymouth Rock and signed the Gettysburg Address. (laughs) That's what they says when Benjamin Franklin said, Give me a liberty or give me a... I've been trying to give you liberty for three hours,
1: Flabbermouth.
2: (laughs) Look, my boy, go on home, will you? We'll send you in a nice, shiny squad car. We'll let you drive. You can work the tires.
3: Oh, McGee, doesn't that sound like fun?
2: Yeah, that would be you fun. You can even flash the red light, McGee. Oh. I can't flash the red light. Say, that Let's would... Just picture be... yourself at the wheel of a fast police car. Yeah. past the Elf Club. Yeah. Siren screaming. Red light flashing. Well, I don't know. You love it, boy. Here. Have a cigar. Take two. <laughs> oh, bribery, eh? Oh, and a cheap cigar,
1: too. Oh,
2: That's a federal offense, Buster. I could have you arrested for that, and I ain't going home. I'm staying here till the oh, citizens of this town. Sergeant, bring your on the hose down here. What are you going oh, to do, it. Put at to a faucet and spray me with it. Cool me off before I blow a gasket. This is the worst mess. I ain't going home. home. Now, I told you if I sat this case out, I'd get some action, Molly.
3: I told you I'd wake up this town. Yes, according to the papers here, you certainly did
2: stir up. are you comfortable there in my chair, McGee? (laughs) Take my cap off! (laughs) Okay. Don't fit with them apples in it, anyhow. (laughs) Wait till you hear what happened, Chief. Molly just brought the papers in.
3: Read that headline again, kiddo. All right. It says... Citizen charges persecution by local authorities. Oh, no. Questions legality of city ordinance. Also claims severe beating by Burley Jailer.
0: At checkers,
2: that was. Besides, it wasn't Burley, it was Jackson. (laughs) (laughs) That's besides the point, Chief. Pipe down. Read more, Molly. Go on.
3: Well, it says, The Gazette learned this afternoon that Mrs. Y. Hamilton Dumfries, president of the Lug...
2: President of the what? The
3: Lugs. The Lugs. L U G S. L-U-G-S. The Ladies' Underdog Guardian Society.
1: <laughs> it
3: says Mrs. Dumfries, whose organization considers itself a force for good, has pledged its all-out support in this case. Oh,
2: no, not her. Boy, does that dame give us trouble. Every time she shows up, I get more explaining this uh, Oh, how do you do, Mrs. Dumfries? Uh,
4: good day, Chief. Are these the people?
2: Yeah, that's them. Mr. and Mrs. McGee, this is Mrs. Dumfries. She's a do-gooder.
1: <laughs>
4: well, how do you do,
3: I'm sure? Dumpy? <laughs>
2: I'm glad you came. I knew if I kicked up enough ruckus I could rouse the rabble in this town, and here you are. <laughs>
4: Mr. McGee, I'm sure you will be interested in the policy of our organization. Now, look,
2: sis, I got no time to talk insurance. I'm fighting
4: for justice. I'm referring to our objective, Mr. McGee. The lugs are always on the side of the underdog. You understand, of course, that the minute you start winning your case, the other side becomes the underdog, and we switch over and start helping them.
3: <laughs> you know, I've read a great deal about your club, Mrs. Dumfries, the lugs. Thank you, dear. Aren't you the ladies who demanded they extend the city limits because the outskirts were too short?
4: (laughs) (laughs) Indeed we are. Do you remember that bitter campaign, Chief?
1: Brother, do I remember
2: it? I'd have shot myself if I could have held my gun steady.
4: But wait till you hear our plans for this stage? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's the plans, Jumpy? What's the plan? Well, first, we make a routine demand for your release. as chairwoman of the Liberation Committee of the Lugs, I demand the immediate release of this underdog.
2: Release him! Look, Mrs. Dumfries, I got news for you. I've been trying to release this. This nuisance for three hours. And another thing, you're on the wrong side already. I'm the underdog here. You folks, please keep your voices down there. The guys in the bullpen say they can't sleep. Well, to them. I got troubles of my own. Tell them if I get any more complaints out of labor now. What's That's... going on here? Have you seen the newspaper? You get out of here, too, mister. We're busy, Have we got? Just... Oh, hello. Hello, Mayor. <laughs>
3: Hi, Latrivia. Hello, Mr. Mayor.
2: Good day, Mayor Latrivia. Hello, McGee, Molly, Mrs. Dumfries. Mrs. Dumfries! Mrs. <laughs> Dumfries!
4: Are you in on this thing, too? I am indeed, Mr. Mayor. We of the Lugs have undertaken the case of this underdog. That's me, (laughs) Latvia. At 9 o'clock tomorrow morning, we will have 100 tickets marching in front of the city hall. We will contact the governor, send out circulars, and we'll have a square dance in the Civic Center next Friday evening. Oh, you mean to raise funds? Oh, no. We girls just like to square dance. (laughs) Good day.
2: (laughs) Now then. Will somebody please explain to me what goes on here? My office is full of morons demanding my recall. The newspapers have been on my back like a mustard plaster. My switchboard operator jumped out of the window at 3.22 this afternoon. I got a wire from the governor demanding a full investigation. Now, what is this? What do I investigate? Ha, 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 Ain't this interesting, Molly? I told you I'd get action.
3: You could also get action by playing kickball with a hornet's nest. Not as much fun, maybe, but... Well, you're... here's
2: how it all started, ma'am. This stupid little... I'll tell this, Buster. Now, look, Latribs. Yes? Yeah? You got a law. Wrote into a city ordinance that even if there's a foot of snow on top of it, and it's red underneath and dead grass ain't grass, it's hay, that says you can't walk across the city hall lawn ought to be repealed. <laughs> Molly. (laughs) You speak English. You tell me.
3: Certainly, Mr. Mayor. There's a sign on the city hall lawn that says keep off the grass. And McGee walked on the grass, which there isn't any right now, and got pinched, that's all.
2: (laughs) What do you mean, that's all? Ain't it enough that a citizen's rights can get trampled on easier than the city hall lawn? Ain't it enough that a citizen and a taxpayer is bullied by a bunch of flat feet that ought to be out-catching crooks? Ain't it enough? Yes, yes, that's enough. (laughs) That's plenty. Chief, tear up the complaint. Turn this man loose. Turn him loose, he says. Mayor, I've been trying all afternoon to turn him loose. He won't go. He's been go on home, McGee. I'll repeal the ordinance that forbids walking on the city hall grass. From now on, you can play polo on it. I don't play polo, and if I... Oh,
1: be quiet! <laughs> the
2: way you've thrown this town into an uproar with your stupid little crusade is ridiculous. Well, I don't think so. Now, go on home. The charge against you is dismissed. Well, the signs will be torn up. Get out of here.
1: <laughs>
3: well, that seems fair enough, dearie. You've made your point, such as it was. Come
2: on, let's go home. No.
1: Oh, Lord. <laughs> I know
2: my rights. The American Constitution of the United States states that a guy getting out of jail is entitled to ten bucks and a new suit. <laughs> mine. (laughs) Here. Here's ten dollars. Here's twelve. Here, here's fifteen dollars. Now get out. Where's my new suit? Here. This is a new suit I have on. Take it. Here's my coat. No, no. Here's my vest.
1: Take my pants. No. Mr. (laughs) Mayor.
2: Did you see this item in tonight's paper? What's that? It says Mayor repeals the walk on grass ordinance. Well, good for him.
3: He kept his promise, huh?
2: What do you mean, good for him? He can't repeal an ordinance single handed. He's gotta go through the city council. Hand me the phone. Buy George as a citizen of this town. Oh no. Okay. Good night.
3: Good night all. <laughs>